Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversation with the Maiden, Mother, and Crone. Looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hi, and we're back. I hope our listeners had a nice and calm Memorial Day weekend. My name is Amber Garvin, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Cindy Murray and Kristen Hessler. Hi. Hello. And today on our podcast, we are talking about astrology and what that means. So, um, I am a pretty big fan of astrology. I have followed it most of my life. And for those of you that don't know what astrology is, it is the divination of the supposed influences of the stars and planets on human affairs and terrestrial events by their positions and aspects. So uh, basically, you know, you look at your zodiac sign and you look at your horoscope through the zodiac sign and uh, it's um it's a basically a way that you can explain characteristics of humans using the stars and the planets and I've always thought that it was a very fun thing to do to look at your horoscope and I even have a bunch of books on astrology it has always been a fascination of mine throughout my life and especially if you look at um, you know people's personalities based on their birthday and their sign like um, people that are Sagittarius which is my sign even though I'm a bit on the cusp between Scorpio and Sagittarius I call myself a Scorpitarius I have those certain aspects to go with a little bit of Scorpio, but mainly Sagittarius. It definitely, I believe it does describe me. Uh, What do you guys think? Oh, I totally agree. Um, If I, when I read the, uh, I I too have been a big fan of, uh, astrology um particularly you know from when i was like maybe junior high or high school my mother was a fan of it um she bought linda goodman's sun signs which is one of the preeminent um books on the topic from that time and it you know i read that book cover to cover multiple times over and compared her descriptions of the various zodiac signs to people I knew that were born under those signs. And I can say without a doubt that the sign for Sagittarius, which I am also a Sagittarius being born in the first half of December. Um, I, I feel that I am a Sagittarius and it, it describes me quite aptly Um, and then at the same time, I can look at the other signs and say, no, that does not describe me at all. So, um, I don't have an explanation for it. Um, I don't necessarily always think that 
like all the horoscopes that are out there are true or anything like that. But I do believe that there is some truth in the personality traits that, that some people are born with based on their sun sign. And, and I, I just see that because I know so many people that are born under Sagittarius that have those same traits, but I can look at a cancer or a Pisces and they are not, they do not have those same traits. And likewise, I can look at my husband who is a Pisces and my son who is a Pisces and they are very similar in personality traits and they fit with that description, but they do not fit with the other descriptions. And that's, that's why, you know, I, I think there's some truth to it. And I, and I also look at, at the fact that we know that our moon, the gravitational pull of our moon affects the tides on earth. We know that it affects humans and animals like certain animals, um, mate, based on that moon. Um, we know that animals mate based on seasonal changes. Um, there's, there's all kinds of things that are tied to the suns, the moons, the seasons. So why is it so far fetched to think that our personalities and traits, um, would develop under those same circumstances that they would have an effect on us? I even know, you know, nurses and police officers who say, yes, very definitely when there is a full moon, people, the crazies come out of the woodwork or whatever. As a teacher, I can attest to that also, that the kids are a little bit crazier on um, definitely when the moon is full. And I even have a couple of friends that absolutely cannot get any sleep when there's a full moon outside. Mm -hmm. So, so, so it makes sense to me that, um, the position of the moon, when you're born, the position of the sun in the, you know, when you're born could have some kind of gravitational pull, you know, it may be the science behind it is that the, the gravitational pulls changes the development of the eggs in utero or whatever, you know, interesting i mean i mean it uh, we don't know that that's not what it is you know so maybe it's something like that but i i just know that um my brother and my sister were both cancers um which it means that they're born uh towards the end of june and the early part of july and cancer is typically a homebody type person um and they are they are both um, that homebody type. You know, they're just as happy sitting at home watching a movie with their family, uh, more so than going out to a nightclub or going out to a restaurant or going to visit friends or doing anything social. Their their draw is to be at home with their family. And for me, as a Sagittarius, um, some of the typical traits are, you know, kind of a fiery temple. It is a fire sign. So, Mm -hmm. um, you have a little bit of a fiery temper. Um, you enjoy the outdoors, um, impulsive, impulsive. Yeah. And like to be the, 
a center of attention to mm-hmm. some extent. And, and I find that to be true of me and many uh, other Sagittarius um, born people. So I, you know, I, I feel like it describes me very well. I feel like the same way about Scorpio. I remember those same books because you had them mm-hmm. growing I, up. I do. So I yeah. also grew up reading those exact same books. And to me, like, it wasn't an option of it being fictional or fantasy or anything like that. It was in a book and it was real to me. As a right. kid, reading those books, I it was in a book, so it was real. I, You know, they were on the same shelf with the other fact books mm-hmm. they weren't you know we had two bookshelves growing up there was the facts and fiction <laughs> yeah right <laughs> we had two bookshelves and it was on the same bookshelf with the encyclopedia and the dictionary and so what i read was truth and my entire life i have believed in horoscopes zodiacs astrology numerology all of that stuff to me is fact um just you know and uh, i remember opening it up and reading and discovering that I was a scorpion and even as a child recognizing those traits and going yeah that's me Mm -hmm. and as I develop as an adult you know my personality has changed you know into an adult and Mm -hmm. I still see those same things even more so I'm like wow I really am a Scorpio right right I, I do. And, and you agree with me that, that Stephen and dad oh, absolutely. are both And Pisces. you know what? I have a friend who is a cancer. Uh, she's actually a cancer Gemini cusp. And um, she is, uh, you know, so she has like the Gemini, like the dual personalities. And then she has the cancer person. Yeah. So she almost yeah. has like the tri. Oh, yeah, yeah, triad yeah. There. But she's definitely a homebody, too. That's kind of funny. So here I have um, a description of the sun in Sagittarius. And and you, you, Kristen, look at these and say whether you believe these are me or Amber or both. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. We have idealistic, optimistic, Mm. dependable, Mm -hmm. open-minded, friendly, honest, and versatile, mm-hmm. but they can also be tactless, mm-hmm. irresponsible, mm-hmm. showy, boastful, self-righteous, mm-hmm. arrogant, <laughs> quarrelsome, quarrelsome. Oh, oh yeah, fanatical, dogmatic, and dictatorial. So the first half of those are me, and the last half of those are you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what's really yeah. funny is that's also my husband is also Sagittarius. And I feel like, although, you know. But I mean, he's friendly. He's mm-hmm. honest. He's mm-hmm. versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, he is idealistic. Oh, yeah. He's also optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly dependable. I think he's pretty dependable if he knows exactly what he's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, he's very dependable. Um, and, uh. The open-minded, maybe to some extent, but sometimes not. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not bullheaded, but no. Um, he, I don't, I don't think of him as arrogant or quarrelsome, mm-mm, though. Mm-mm. Um, 
or dogmatic and dictatorial. So he may have some uh, ascending traits or mm -hmm. something like that that changes that. Um, Sagittarians like any work where foresight and a willingness to take a chance is offered. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Foresight, you know, that planning thing. Yeah. Um, while at the same time they try to avoid detailed work, that probably is not so much me. It depends on that what the detail is. That would very much so be Travis. He does not like detailed no, stuff. No, you're right. Sagittarians are usually outspoken. Yes. Sometimes to the point of bluntness. Yes. yes. Simply blurting out their ideas and opinions. <laughs> yes. This is Travis, me, Amber. Uh -huh. Oh, God. And yes. opinions is due to their never-ending search for truth and wisdom. Absolutely so. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, others think Sagittarians are pretty tactless. Yes. Yes. And the statement that truth hurts fits their way of thinking. Yes. And I do. I often truth say hurts. things without <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, regardless of their undiplomatic remarks, others instinctively feel as if the Sagittarian means them no real harm. Yeah, I, I do. I get mm. that. You know, they're, you know, I, I think so. And is only interested in raising their consciousness. I And that really is something that I'm interested in. Sagittarians love the outdoors. Large, Ish. Large animals, nature, and sports. Definitely. Yes. Ish. Some That's have reckless husband. gambling tendencies. <laughs> mm. I don't think I do on that one. Well, I don't know. Both Maybe of not my with... parents were Sagittarius, and they were both gamblers. Um, I I gamble. I don't always have the opportunity to gamble, so that may change that a little. But I do gamble with other things. Um, let's see. My husband and they... gambles with time. Yes, I do that too. Um, and we'll bet it all on the drop of a hat. Eh, not so much. Mm. Travel and even long walks appeal to them because, yes. yeah, I, I I definitely think so too. So um, let me see if there's anything else with that. It's not opening all the way. Yeah, I mean it also really depends. Like uh, like Travis and Cindy and I are all different. So it also really depends on um, the day you were born as well. Because I'm very close to the cusp, like I said, I have Scorpio traits as well as Sagittarius traits. Mm -hmm. And um, people born on, my birthday's November 28th, people born on November 28th could be um, complete, you know, are completely different than people born on, say, November 24th. Or right, right. And it also December depends 16th. on what year, because... Um, one of the things that is affected, it's not just the day you were born or the month you were born. Um, there, year and whole, time as year well. Year and you time were born, of day yeah. because they're taking, uh, when you get a, like a full birth chart, a natal chart, um, they take into um, account the all of the stars, the planets, alignments, and that, um, like where was the moon and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to remember what mine is. I think I'm a Virgo ascending and uh, I can't remember what my moon sign is. But those things also play a part in it, your personality. So you might be mostly Sagittarius, but have some traits 
um, from the moon and have some other traits, you know, from, from other things, you know, and I, I have done my chart before I have my chart and I did not bring it with me today to this recording. So like I said, I, I don't remember what my moon sign was. Um, and I, I just vaguely think that, um, I was a Scorpio, uh, for my ascending, but, um, and I was trying to look up a, a good friend of mine, uh, gave me a great website where you can get a free natal chart and, um, it, I, I can't find the address now. So I will, I will get that address and I will link it on the blog. So you should be able to link over there, uh, right now and it should be on there. But, um, by the time that this goes to air and, but it, I don't have it on me right now, but it, that, that kind of gave me all, it, it gives the full chart. It tells you where everything is. And, um, and I'm not, I do not fully understand how all those little things affect the, the chart, but I, uh, I, I think they do. I think it's really fascinating and I'm, I keep wanting to learn more about it. Um, that there's just so much to learn the the Linda Goodman sun signs, I think I, I've got a link for that on the blog um, that we mentioned earlier. That's a really great source if you just want to get to know the traits. And she also wrote another book called uh, Love Signs. And that one um, talked about the different combinations, you know, what if uh, Sagittarius was with a Pisces and what that relationship would look like. And uh, I, I think a lot of that stuff is pretty accurate too. So, um, she doesn't say don't get with this person, you know, but it, but it's kind of like, these are the things you should look out for if you are with that person. Cause these are the, the personality traits that are going to clash or, or that'll work well together or whatever. Do y'all have, uh, anything to add, Kristen? Um, I think that one of the things, if you really want to dig deep, you want to make sure that you can get an idea of the time that you were born. I yes. know a lot of people don't know if right. they don't have that access to that detail. Right. Um, um, I think some of the older um, birth certificates, not the not the ones that the state files. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, your your actual medical records may have that on there as well if you can get a hold of those. But um, the the hospital birth certificate often has that time of birth on it. Um, I don't believe that the Texas official, the one that you get from the vital statistics, I don't think it, it doesn't because I have one of those. Yeah, I don't think it has the it, time. No. I didn't think so either. Um, but I believe that the one that I had from the hospital when I was born did. And that's often the one that has your little footprints on it or whatever. Um, a lot of times those have it on there, but that, that is really helpful in creating your birth chart because they take into account exactly where everything was at the time you were born. Read mine. Go look my Scorpio up. Okay. Let's see. Let's let me get over there. Hang on. Do y'all sun signs always talk about sex, or is it just mine? No, I mine's think they always all. Scorpios, love and sex. 
Oh, well, yeah. Because um, that's a big part of my sign is it sexuality. Is, yeah, yeah, it is. Like, well, see, Sagittarius is always like adventure and spontaneity. Yes. And not being able to stay, dual personality, not being able to stay in one place at one time, extreme ADHD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like not being able to sit still, like always moving, always grooving, mm-hmm. always blobby, blobby, blobby. Yes, that is us. Totally. Always. Yes. Okay, so hang on. I pulled up for Kristen, um, your son in Scorpio. This is what it tells. I did a like a birth chart calculator. I'm not accessing the whole birth chart, but the, here's the, the mm-hmm. beginning descriptor. Um, two animals are used to represent Scorpio, the eagle and the scorpion. The eagle is capable of reaching great heights because he has mastered his lower nature and overcome his passions and the temptations of the sensual sphere. The eagle has risen above the physical world because he has regenerated himself. The scorpion, however, represents those who have not regenerated their thoughts and actions and are still living degenerate lives. You degenerate, you. (laughs) They use their cunning and strike when least expected. Mm -hmm. These are the ones who satisfy their passions regardless of consequences. Scorpio's in general, are ambitious, efficient, courageous, resourceful, and intuitive. But they can also be jealous, sarcastic, resentful, stubborn, possessive, and vindictive. Scorpio people enjoy impossible tasks. Oh my, who does that sound like? (laughs) Um, Let me see, wait. Uh, they like to work they like work that demands continued determined effort and intense concentration they are born detectives scorpio gives a strong will and determination to accomplish anything undertaken scorpios possess an analytical mind strong intuition reasoning powers perception long range planning ability magnetism and energy Totally, totally you. So um, the long-range power or the long-range planning ability, we were just talking about that on Sunday, how you and (laughs) I together, um, and, uh, you know, together, we don't just day plan. We, like, your long plan. So, um, you know, that's one of our things. And when it talks about the impossible tasks or whatever, you know, I I think back to when you were a... um, Girl Scout working on your gold award and people told you uh, one of one of the projects that you wanted to do was host a drug free rave for the high school students. And all these people kept telling you, you can't do that. You can't do that. And guess what? That was like incentive to you to do that impossible task. That's exactly what you did. Not once. But uh, three times, three times. times. So um, drug free rave with um, high school bands uh, at the rec center in our town. And it was all done as a donation for um, Santa cops donating toys and or money 
to donate to the Santa cops so they could buy toys and, and give toys and um, sporting equipment to uh, underprivileged children. And so that was, um, you know, that was that impossible task. So um, ambitious, efficient, courageous, resourceful, very intuitive. I see you as very intuitive. And, um, and, and, t- and it was talking about the quick sting, you know, the, you have a, a, a quick temper sometimes and, um, your stinger is, is right there at the ready to get people when you, <laughs> yes, yes, vengeful, yes, yes, vengeful, yes, vengeful, yes, grudges, yes. Um, you know, so, so, you know, but the very positive things too, because efficient, ambitious, courageous, um, no one has ever a- accused you of being a chicken. I don't think, you know. Because you are very courageous and you faced a lot of things. Um, and you're also very resourceful, I find. So um, I, I, I think these are very fitting of you. And, you know, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I can't look at this and say these are these are characteristics of me um, because, I mean, there's like one or two things. But, you know, it's it's not. I, I couldn't use this to describe your brother either. You know, it, right. he's, he's totally not this. Um, he's not jealous. Um, he may be sometimes a little sarcastic, but not, not like you are. Um, he is not resentful. He is not stubborn, possessive or vindictive in any way, shape or form. He does not enjoy impossible tasks. Um, and he does not like work that depend, demands continued determined effort and intense concentration. You know what's really interesting is the Scorpio seems like a really fiery and hot, you know, hot-headed, temporary, but it's not a fire. It's a it's, water. It is a water sign. Which and is... I like to think of it like lava. Oh. Boiling uh-huh. water. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, it is. And, and the, the Sagittarius is actually the fire sign. Um, and I'm very laid back and chill and I'm a, but I also have a fiery temper. Don't I, get I me do mad. Y'all can ad- attest that I get mad in like two seconds flat. And then like, <laughs> I don't get mad. I get even. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're vindictive. And I have like a big fire of madness. Yeah, me too. And sometimes it's a scorched earth thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, and like I say, I look at other people like my, my husband and my son, they're both Pisces. Um, and the Pisces is the fish, you know, and I, I see them and their personality is just the fish in the water and just going with the flow and, you know, they're very, very happy-go-lucky. And, and um, the the sun signs are kind of a maturity thing. Like the if you look at them in the life cycles of a human, uh, Aries is the start of the year for the, for the signs. And Aries is like the baby. The Aries is very self, I don't want to say self-centered, but self-concentrated. They're very aware of their own self. And, um, 
So everything, you know, just like a baby, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need to pee or I wet my bed, <laughs> right. wet yeah. my diaper, you know, or whatever. And so then, and so they're really, really concentrated on that. And then you keep, you know, you go through the maturity through the years, you know, and you get to like the, um, Capricorn is often, uh, described as the old goat, even when they're young, you know, they, they are old in their old souls, you know, and they, um, they're like the old goat and then you keep working through it and you get to the Pisces and that is the end of life cycle. And you think about older people, um, the personality of really, really old people, like, you know, hundred year old people, they're very happy with everything. You know, I've lived a good life. I'm just going to, they're fulfilled and they go through life just accepting things. And, and they realize that the, all these things that we nitpick about are, don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And so that's their personality. And they, you know, they're, they're not concerned about these little things that bother all the rest of us. It's, they're just happy. And, um, and I think that's, that's very fitting of them. You know, on the, on the flip side of this, there are some people out there that seem to have been born on the wrong time, on the wrong date. Like, um, their birthdays don't describe them at all. And it's, uh, very interesting as well. Although, like, I know it's not an exact science, but, um, for the most part, like, it's pretty accurate. Well, and I wonder, I would have to wonder, you know, like the people that you're saying their sun sign doesn't describe them at all. Have, have you looked at their, their moon sign or their ascending signs or any of that? Maybe they're, maybe those are heavily influenced, um, maybe by, so, yeah. by something else. I, I, I'm just curious about that because that's um, true. Yeah. You know, I, how much, how much influence does that have? And could that account for that? I, I'm, I'm really curious about them because like I say, most of the people that I know seem to fit in those descriptions, uh, for the most part. Now I'm not, I'm not saying every trait is, is present. Yeah. It's it's not, it's not an exact thing. It's not, it's not, I mean, it could be drive your behaviors and some of them don't. Right. Well, and, and again, you know, if you're, if you're, sun sign is in Sagittarius and your moon sign is in cancer, then you, you might be a Sagittarius who doesn't want to be the star of the show and who would rather stay at home and watch movies with the family. Right. And, and likewise, you know, um, you might have, uh, a Gemini who doesn't have a dual personality because they're, um, you know, one of the, like the, the Capricorn or something, a more, a more stoic moon sign or something like that, that, that alter, you know, it's like a modifier on that, on that character and maybe it changes it. And and I don't know if that explains it 
enough to explain away the ones like you're talking about that are different. Um, but I'm, maybe. but I'd, I'd be curious to know, uh, you know, who those people were and to, to do a natal chart on them or right. something and, and find out how much I mean, it affected them. I would yeah. Think yeah, that's so a, that's if, an interesting, if your astrology is, is kind of, if you were to say it's set in stone, you can't, I would account say- for the external. I'm just saying, if it was set in stone, like right. if that was end all be all, mm. you still can't account for all of the one offs, ec- environmental. Yeah, right. that, exactly. Yeah, environmental versus nature right. and, and, right. and things like that. And, so. and think about like someone who goes through a life changing event that literally changes their personality. Um, remember, we had a friend who had. Um, suffered, you know, a brain injury due to a medical ailment yes. that changed yeah, and, yeah, that their can totally personality. Change people's and, personality. You know, even like for my grandmother who has dementia, um, her dementia brings out character traits that were just small little character traits in her before, but now they are very prominent. Yes, because yes. of her dementia and, and other traits of her it. personality have just been diminished, d- yeah. completely it, diminished. So, it changes yeah. from male to female as well. You know, that's um, correct. Yeah, so, like uh, hormonal changes or dehormonal changes. It really just depends. Uh, I agree. I agree. So you you really can't explain everything away with it or. Or whatever. So, um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of things that go into it, I believe, as well. But I, I think it's a fascinating topic, and I think there's there's a lot more to be discovered about it. And to, um, I like I said, I've I've grown up knowing about it, but I and I read those books cover to cover, but I I couldn't tell you half of what I absorbed at that time because it I you know I read it as as a youth and I read it again as a young adult but it's been probably 20 years since I even cracked that book open so I've forgotten you know more than I thought I could remember you know so there's there's still a lot to go there that I don't know and I can't explain everything away Okay, I do have a question for you ladies and, of course, our readers as well if they want to continue the conversation on this. Um, Astrology has been around for a really long time, Um, millions of years. And, uh, like, up until probably recently, not you know, within the last hundred years or so, it was considered a science, and now it's more considered pseudoscience, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I know you were talking about Cindy the scientific aspects of it. What about you, Kristen? Do you think that it is scientific, or do you think it's more pseudoscience, like I fake science? I think that pseudoscience is not fake science. It is just something that cannot be explained yet. Yet. I like that word. Yet. yet. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I, and I, I'm not saying that everything that's out there that's of the metaphysical or whatever is real. Um, 
but obviously there are things that we don't know. There are things that we don't understand. Um, there are things we are still learning and will continue to learn because we, we are not evolved enough as humans to understand everything. We still don't know even a tenth of how the human mind works. So how can we be sure that we know everything is thus? And so pseudoscience, I, I don't like I that. I laugh in the face of pseudoscience. Well, I, no. I just don't. <laughs> I don't like that word. I don't like the word pseudoscience because the prefix pseudo implies that it's fake, not that it it it, it doesn't. To me, pseudo is not correct. It should be more. I, I'm not sure what word would be better suited, but but that word alternate in, science, alternative maybe or. Um, some word that explains that it's not explained it's we don't know yet or something it's um partially science but partially not science um because the word pseudo implies that it is fake a sham not real and we don't know that it's not real it's just that it's not explained so i would prefer a word like semi-science because it is based on science but it can't be proven at this point so um just like people have personalities people we believe people have souls does that mean that saying that there is a soul is fake because you could call that pseudoscience because we can't prove that there is a soul right so I like the idea of calling it a semi-science because it is something that we think might exist, but we don't have any proof because we are not there yet. We haven't developed our scientific understanding to be able to explain it thoroughly and prove it or disprove it. It not only has it not been proven it hasn't been disproven either right. we're still yeah. trying to figure out gender beyond physical sex right right i mean right and understanding personality traits with gender and right and we we only understand a small small percentage of the way the brain works so right. you know maybe once we figure out how the brain works maybe then we'll be able to prove or disprove Mm -hmm. um, things like astrology's the and way it plays onto our personality or whatever. Um, now do I think that it tells the future? You know, is it, is it divination? Oh, that's a completely, that's a completely different, different topic. Right. So, but a lot of people equate astrology with divination it's because, not. but it's not, it, you know, we're, we're just talking about the capacity to, explain those personality traits and then that's essentially like divination is talking about telling the future using your intuitive tools. yeah and um so yeah, astrology but, is but essentially the past because it's like about right. your birth but but, hor <laughs> but people use horoscopes to divine 
the future. You know, this yeah. is what's going to happen to you but, based on what the stars are doing. So, so that is a form of divination. Ish. Ish. It is. Yeah. Horoscopes is a part of astrology. Yeah. It it's is just a, like a, it's a small part, but yeah. But that's, but that's what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm not sure I fully buy into that. Um, well, maybe, I mean, who maybe, writes this horoscope? Like, well, that's some, true. You don't you know. know you somebody don't know could who be just making that, that stuff up. You it's kind of like fortune cookies. You know what right. I mean? Somebody's, you open it up and like somebody in some the factory, factory and, yeah, yeah, wrote the just fortune writing cookies. these things out, sticking it in there. But, um, but I, you know, my thought is that there there may be some aspect to the fortune telling. Maybe if we could explain the how the astrology affects the brain and the personality, then we might be able to take that information and, and use the knowledge of how the stars align or whatever on your personality and how that would affect you in order to tell your future or whatever. Kristen. Yes. So you were talking about, you know, horoscopes. I didn't want to interrupt you, but um, the people who write horoscopes are professional astrologers. Just okay. like they always have been. Um, you know, a hundred years ago, we were talking about it being fact, you know. Um, or assumed to be An astrologer was an important part of, you know, some higher level leaders, you know. Right. Oh, they, yeah. They had. They relied on their. Well, um, astrologers well, to provide them information even, on to make important decisions even in the bible there are astrologers right. the three wise men were astrologers who looked at the the positions of the planets mm -hmm. and whatever and saw the star and knew that that foretold right and they actually use um the uh knowledge of the zodiac the stars the actual astrological events that occur in our time and the lunar calendar to um make those determinations right so right they have you know like a right so formula. so based on yeah it's based on how it interacts with your personality right. trait right. signs to to determine what your what your horoscope means so um like I say, I don't, I don't know how much I rely on that, but, um, I mean, I don't really read my horoscope, so I, um, I obviously don't rely on it too much at all, but, um, I don't know, it, you know, I need to go back. I would like to go back. There were some, like, um, at the change of the millennium, uh, you know, there were, um, lots of horoscopes that came out. This is what the new millennium will, this is what the new millennium will mean for Sagittarius or for Scorpio or whatever. And I would like to look back and see how accurate some of that might be. Um, I know I saved some of those a long time ago, like um, decade, you know, like a decade horoscope that came out like in 1980, you know, that would say, this is what the eighties are going to be like for you. Mm -hmm. And I wish I could go back and find those. I know they're somewhere. I saved them somewhere. Um, but go back and look at that and see if, see how accurate it was that, that would, mm -hmm. 
I would be curious to know that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. And, and we've talked about that before too, you know, of, you know, uh, I talked about during our, um, March, uh, luck of the Irish thing, you know, when I did my blog, I talked about superstitions and whether or not I believe them. Cause a lot of times we go through the motions of doing certain things and, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we believe it, but we just kind of go through that motion because we've been taught to go through that motion. So is believing in the horoscope also, um, going through that motion of, of doing that? Or is it something that we actually, do you, do you really, really believe that it's true? I don't know. What do you think? Mm. I think it is all relative. Yeah. I mean, so time and space is relative. We have this whole like concept of horoscopes, but that is based on planet earth and this time. Right. If there is, think about this outside of the box thought. If there is life on other planets, our horoscopes are irrelevant. Our astrological absolutely, yeah, they don't. Thoughts, they mean nothing. The Life stars is what in the you sky make of it. In Earth's vision, are completely different than some other planet halfway across the galaxy. Right. Well, I mean, it, it's just like um, say. You read your horoscope and it says that your life path is going this way. You read your tarot cards and it says that your life path is going this way or something that may happen to you in this day at this time. Mm -hmm. But then the next moment you make a decision and your life goes on a completely different path. So therefore you may not follow the path of that horoscope that's, that's going to happen. Another or or the tarot card, you know, right. it's just like, um, yes, it goes with the alignment of the planets and the sun. And that's how that um, astrologers are able to predict these things. And as far as like the um, astrological events that happen each month, that's how they predict these things. But um, like the weather in Texas, things move and change and well, and, and meteorologists can't even correctly predict the weather. Exactly. So what, you know, how can you expect them to correctly predict a whole year's worth of future or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I don't think it's precise. And I think a lot of things can change it. And sometimes things are speeded up and sometimes they're slowed down. And sometimes it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. And, you know, does that mean it's fake? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it's. Fake. I mean, some events have been predicted in the past, mm -hmm. so it. So don't discount things that are predicted for the future. It might not turn out like exactly how it's predicted. You know, like in the Bible or whatever. You know, it might not turn out that way, but it could turn out that way in some way. It might not be mm -hmm. exact, but right. it could happen yeah and and i i see that i i think that as well you know because sometimes the like going back to the meteorologist you know they might say okay we're gonna have bad weather it's gonna we're gonna have thunderstorms and we're gonna get 
we're expecting three inches of rain and it's going to hit these areas and we're probably going to have some hail and maybe some tornadoes. And then the whole storm blows through and it's like we get a few sprinkles and then, you know, and it's gone, you know, because they just don't know. Or maybe it dumps all of the rain in the, in the County next to us. And then there's no rain left in the clouds by the time it gets to us. So, you know, that they just can't know that. Or maybe this other Gulf wind comes up and blows the whole storm north of us and it, it just passes us by. So, um, they just don't know those things and they start predicting them and the closer that they get to those, um, what they would call the event horizon or whatever, the, the more predictable it becomes, but that doesn't make it infallible. And, and just because they don't correctly do it or predict, predict it or whatever, doesn't mean it's fake. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that it's fallible. You know, it's changeable. And so, and that's true. And it's funny because meteorology is considered actual science, and then astrology is considered "quote unquote" pseudo science. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so that it's it's really interesting how you just broke that down and like, hey, all of your predictions are whatever. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah. It, and they're looking at patterns that change like within an instant. The Earth always revolves around the sun exactly the same and the moon does its exact same thing those things don't change and that's the interesting thing about astronomy is that that stuff really doesn't change it doesn't yeah exactly the same but yet you know we're making these predictions like we think this is what's going to happen you know the moon is going to keep rotating yeah. I mean, theoretically, like that, those things do change, but it takes bajillions of bajillions yes, of years. Yeah. You know, it's like the sun, it's slowly getting larger and swelling. Right. But I mean, it's going to take a really long time right, right. for it to become whereas a black the, hole. Whereas the weather can change <laughs> in a it blink ends. of an eye. Yeah. 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 And and yet we call that science and, mm-hmm. and we put all our faith in in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even farmers' almanacs predict what the weather is going to do Speaking way of ahead of time. Putting faith in it. So one of the traits, you know, with the Scorpio is being vindictive, right? Or you know, uh, say for instance that early on in my young young, you know, age, I saw that that was a trait with myself, and I may not have seen that I was possibly even vindictive at all maybe didn't even know what that word meant but I knew I was vindictive because I believed it because I was told that I was like a self-fulfilling prophecy exactly so knowing that I have a vindictive trait do I surrender to that Mm -hmm. bad trait that Mm -hmm. bad habit Mm -hmm. um, and allow myself to be overcome with vindictiveness because it's who I am Right, right. Yeah, there's... I mean, that's the impulsivity of Sagittarius. Do I give in to my impulses? Because this tells me, oh, you're impulsive, so you should be impulsive. 
And so you go, well, I'm impulsive, so what can I do about it? Yeah, right. or, you, or, you know, I have no filter, so blank, 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 blank. I don't have to have a filter. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to have a filter. Well, you know, in life. Or why bother you... filtering because I can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what now, it, that's every, an excuse. Or everybody that is expects the, me to be this way. That mm-hmm. is the ego talking. I can have a filter. I do it every day. Yes, I mean, I, I, I walk into class and I want to say something, but <laughs> I don't. I just smile and say, okay. Good morning, it's class. Good morning, class. You yeah, know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going against about. my better nature. Better nature. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so let's wrap this up, and um, I, I want to hear from our listeners. So follow us on social media and check out our Facebook group, MMC Chat, and let us know what you think of astrology. And do you follow the sun signs? Do you follow astrology? Do you look at your horoscope every day? And But um, on to... Aside from that, uh, we've got a fun topic coming up next week that Kristen is going to share with us. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of like a show and tell. Um, without all, the show. Yeah, without <laughs> the show. Yeah, yeah, because it's a Just podcast. Just all tell. Um, we, we could make a video about it, maybe. Each of us have, uh, you know, lots of little hobbies, and we all are collectors of certain things. So I thought it would be fun for us to share some of the things that we collect and uh, I know we had talked about being hoarders before in one of our previous <laughs> podcasts. What do I and, oh. um, you know, talked about some of the things that we love around our house, you know. Can I and, say I collect hobbies? Right. <laughs> you really do. I collect items on my to-do list. Yeah, yeah I do that too. <laughs> so we'll no. be talking about that next week on the blog and the podcast. So be sure you check us out next week for a fun and lighthearted uh, chit chat from us awesome yes, definitely i'm looking forward to that yeah well um there are some special things that i want to do i want to thank our readers and our listeners who come back every week and listen to our podcast and read our blogs we love you and send us a message like our podcast give us some suggestions of what kind of podcast you want to hear in the future and um, I also want to thank, thank, not think, thank Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our equipment and our music. And I also want to thank my co-hosts because I love them so much. Since I'm oh. thanking everybody. Why, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, I welcome. love, I love being here every, every week and, and doing this. It's, um, I think we've talked about it a lot. This is a lifelong dream for me to be able to share and do. And I, I just love this. I love you guys. I love the, our listeners and our readers too, because, um, you give us this opportunity to do this thing and um so give us a shout out yeah and subscribe we want to hear from you goodbye bye, bye. bye.